Keep going. The servant took ten camels from the, from the camels of his master, and he went. And all the all the the goods or all the property, the best of his of his of his master's property, was in his hand. Rashi will wonder how is it possible to have all of the someone's property in your hand? and he got up, and he went. To Aram Naharaim, to Aram Naharaim, which is Mesopotamia, between the Tigris and the Euphrates, El Ir Nachor, to the city of Nachor. Nachor, if you recall, is the brother of Abraham. So that's how the last parsha ended, telling us that Nachor had children. He had 12 children, just like Yaakov would later have 12 children. And one of those children was Bisuel. And Bisuel had a daughter named Rivka. And now he's giving you the um, the hint of who he's going to find. He's going to he's going to find the granddaughter of Nachor. Maliadoinov from the camels of his master. Nikodin Hoyumishagamalam. Rashi says, Rashi's wondering. Commentators say, Nigmaliadoinov. Obviously, if he's taking camels, he's a servant. Where did he get camels from? If he took camels, it was this, it was Avram's camels. So why does it mention that they were his master's camels? That's obvious. Rather, it's telling you that these camels were recognizable. They were special. Why? Because they were muzzled. They shouldn't be stealing. They shouldn't be grazing and, and pasturing in the fields that belong to others. This is the second time we've seen about Avram that he was very careful about not stealing his animals should not be stealing from other people's properties. And apparently this was unusual because otherwise it wouldn't be distinguishable. Avram was unique in that, in that society that he was very careful about that. Now, what does it mean that all of the goods of his master was in his hands? As the, as his, as the comedian says, he can't have it all. Where would you put it? So how can he have it all in his hand? So it says, Shtar Matona, he gave him a gift. A a a, um, a star matana is a, a document with a gift, a contract, a deed, a gift deed. He wrote to Yitzchak with everything. He says everything that belongs to me belongs to Yitzchak. Why did he do this? Abraham really wanted this shidach, this match to work. So if you find the right girl, that's only that's only half of the problem. It's only one percent of the problem because you got the family to deal with, the mechutonim. How are you going to convince the Mechotanim to do to go ahead with the deal? He says, look, this is a very wealthy kid. Yitzchak wasn't such a kid. He was already 30, 30 up over 37 for sure. Um, I think 40. No, he's 40 years old. Um, he's a wealthy guy. So what's, what's not to like? So this is why he writes all of his property over to Isaac so Eliezer could show this to the prospective Mechotanim. Mechotanim are the in-laws. Aram Naharaim. What's Aram Naharaim? Nahar is a river. So Naharaim means it's between two rivers, between the Tigris and Euphrates. Verse 11. So he makes the camels kneel outside the city, beside the well of water. Le'es Erev. Toward at eventide, towards evening, at the time the maidens go out to draw water. 
Verse 12, and he says, God, the God of my master Abraham, please cause to happen to me today and do kindness with my master Abraham. Behold, verse 13, I am standing at, by the water fountain. The daughters of the people of the city are coming out to draw water. And may it be that the young maiden, that I will say to her, lower your pitcher and I will drink. And she will say, drink, and I will also give your camels to drink. That is the one that you have shown, that you've designated for your servant for Yitzchak. And through her may I know that you have done kindness with my master. Now, it's not just a random sign. You know, the first person wearing a red hat, that's the one that it's going to be. No, he picks something that is appropriate. If it's, some, if it's a kind woman who is giving, going to give water to me and to my camels, that's a proper wife to be brought into the house of Abraham because Abraham was a man of kindness. So we find this kind woman, that's the right woman for Abraham, Abraham's house. Verse 15, it was even before he finished speaking his prayer. And behold, Rivka is coming out. Obviously, God arranged it in advance that he, she would come out exactly at that moment as soon as he finished his prayer. This was, by, this was the fulfillment of Abraham's blessing that Abraham said to him that God is going to send his angel before you. He's going to clear the way for you. Everything is going to run smoothly and swimmingly. So here's Rivka coming out, who was born to Besuel, who was the son of Milka, who was the wife of Nachor, who was the brother of Abraham. So what does that make Rivka to Abraham? His, his great niece. Right? Besuel is his nephew. And Besuel's daughter, Rivka, is his great niece, which makes Yitzchak... And Rivka, cousins. Something like that. And her picture was on her shoulder. Her picture was on her shoulder. That's important for us to know. Verse 16, Vanara and the young woman. Was a very comely appearance. Besula, a virgin. No man had known her. She went down to the fountain. She filled up her pitcher and went up. So Torah is being very descriptive over here that you have to go down to the fountain and then you got to come back up and that she had the, the, the pitcher on her shoulder. A lot of detail. Why? We'll find out soon. Verse 17, so the servant runs towards her. And why does he run towards her? How does he know that this is the right one? Why is he so excited about her? By Yomer, he says, Rashi will tell us. By Yomer, he says, Please let me sip a little water from your pitcher. By Yomer, says Rashi, because he saw, why did he run towards her? Because he saw that the water was coming up to her. And we, 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 we um, we know about the, the people of Abraham. We, we know about Moshe, even later with Moshe. 
um, Moshe went to Midian, the water rose, and um, by Yaakov, the water rises. And so this idea that the water rises, this is a sign that this is some, somebody special. So he sees that the water rises for Rivka. That's why he goes running. And he says, and she says, yes, have a drink, my master. And then she hurries, right? This is the same language we had last week with Avraham rushing for the guests, for the three angels. But Toyret Kado, and she lowers her pitcher, Aliyada, to her hand, Matashkeu, and she gives him to drink. This is a lot of detail, right? He could have just said she gave him to drink. But the Torah is expressing that this is a lot, takes a lot of effort. This is not easy. It's going down and coming back up, and there's holding it on your shoulder and then lowering it, is emphasizing the great kindness that Rivka is engaging in. And Rashi tells us, he lowered the pitcher from her shoulder. And she finished giving him to drink. And she said, you know what? Why don't I give to your camels also to drink? That I will draw for your camels. Now, you know how, how much water she had to draw for the camels? The Torah tells us how many camels. Why? Do we really need to know how many camels? But we do need to know how many camels because we now know how much water she had to draw. And every time she had to draw water, she had to go down and come back up and put it on her shoulder and lower it and so forth. And they just came on a long journey till they have finished drinking. Verse 20, she rushes and she emptied her pitcher into the trough. And then she runs again to the fountain and she draws and then she draws for all his camels. We'll stop here with this verse. The man was astonished at her. He was standing silent. To know whether the Lord had caused his way to prosper or not. On the one hand, he said, this, this woman is amazing. This has got, this has got to be the one. But he wasn't 100% sure. And, but he was, as Rashi says, he was astonished and startled because he saw his efforts on the verge of succeeding. But he didn't know if she was from the family of Avraham or not. Because Avraham had said, go find a girl from my own family. Okay, we'll pause here and open it up to questions and or comments. Matt, you're on. Yes, did, did, uh, very good. Did, I'm very, very intrigued with these camels. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm reading in, along with Samson Raphael Hirsch, and according to him, these camels were very distinguishable. They had muzzles on them. Did she know? Those were Avraham's camels Ooh. already because it says that behavior that demonstrates truly humane feelings when shown to weary laden servant made prompt. Wait, no, no, no. Oh, gosh. Right. The idea that they were muzzled, that was in Rashi. That's a great, that's a very interesting point. Maybe she recognized, because, right, you know, as you're reading is like, was Rivka, was Rivka so nice to everybody? Or did she realize that this was something special over here? And was that maybe, a, obviously Eliezer was a very special person, 
and she could see that he, you know, if she had, she obviously had spiritual sensitivity. She could just see from Eliezer's personage that he was a great, great man. But you're saying. But, no, but no, but she would know because uh, uh, the, the muzzles are because Abraham never wanted to take from other people's lands. Right. He was, he was very considerate and very, very, very <laughs> kind. And, um, and she, you know, it's a good sign that she would know that. And, and there were many camels because the servant wouldn't have those camels. So I, I, I think it's, it's a dead giveaway. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. She said, she said, this is fantastic. Yeah. Well, let, let's go. But that's a good sign. Beautiful. Excellent point. So she purposely was doing that. She's, I mean, it begs the question. She knew then, if she knew it was his camels, then she's saying, look, look how kind I am. I want you to recognize this. Please see. Now, maybe that's genuine. She's that way anyway, or, or maybe she really knew this, this is what I have to do to get this. To, to, to right. I think that's an interesting uh, direction. However, I should say, I think that the plain meaning is that she was simply a very kind person. And she saw um, uh, a weary traveler who had come a long way. And maybe she thought he didn't have the strength to go and, and uh, schlep the water for the camels. And she was simply a kind person. And maybe she, was, she, didn't, she wasn't doing it just because, um, you know, she thought that she wanted to marry into this family or she, she foresaw what was happening. But it's it is a very interesting point that that, that maybe she was onto it and recognized that this was something special. All right, well that was wonderful, gentlemen, and I'm glad you joined us for part two of the parsha and part a little bit of part three, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem, as the parsha continues. What what time tomorrow, Rabbi? Eight o'clock. Thank you. Thank you. Lailatov, thank you. Lailatov. Lailatov, Lailatov. Koyach. Thank you.